I have no idea. All right, now we'll warm up this nail. Take some dabs on this. Tell some, tell some stories or something. Actually, this, a lot of the things that have been happening lately with like really good customers getting frustrated because I just don't have anything available reminded me of a story from my youth when I used to be a cart pusher at a grocery store. And believe me, this story is not going anywhere where you think it's going. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 48 of the podcast. If this is your first time here today, essentially what this is, we sit down, smoke, I rant, talk about everything from glass blowing life, being a small business owner, and a bunch of stuff that absolutely makes no sense. But if you want to hang out with us today and kick it, you know, roll yourself a joint, pack a bowl, heat up your nail, whatever your preferred way of smoking is, and let's get comfortable. Before I get to today's episode, though, don't forget to check out bmsglass.com. And uh, make sure you're following our Instagrams at they did it and at Bear Mountain Studios. On the website there, you can find everything from like accessories, mood mats, and we do Sunday drops of pieces. Um, also, too, we have our newsletter on there. You can sign up for that, and that will keep you up to date on all the drops and things that are happening. Because currently, the drops are selling out pretty quick, so it's a great way to stay updated and be on like ready to go to buy the piece you want. Is to sign up for that newsletter on BMSGlass.com. Burt my head a couple days ago. And um, it sucked. This is my first real bird with glass blowing. I, I, I've been doing it for eight years and I've been very, very careful. Uh, but this burn I got the other night is um, it happened because I'm still just learning how to use my lathe, lathe awareness, and um, just getting used to my surroundings as far as using this new machine because. There's so many different torches going and I'm doing so many things at once and you're kind of like driving this big machine, like spinning the wheels and sliding the chuck back and forth, controlling everything. And it's, it's just like anything, getting used to using a new machine. And man, I've been burnt a couple times recently from it, but this is the first one that's not like real superficial. Like this is a burn burn, um, like second and then small amounts of third degree burn. But um, I'm super grateful to have that lathe. I made a post the other day on Instagram, even explaining that a few years ago, if I were to get a burn like this, it would really, really affect my ability to provide for my family. Uh, if I would have gotten a burn like this a few years ago, I'd literally be down the count for probably a week or more. And that would, um, sounds crazy. People are like, oh, it's only a week. But when you got a lot of people relying on you and you're trying to build big things and you're spending money and crushing a week of not working could, you know, determine the rest of your year. It's how, that's how crazy it is, at least for us. Um, but I'm grateful that I'm in a position right now where I have the right tool where I can still prep and do stuff. I can't finish pieces right now and I can't do anything real technical. Like I couldn't do any collabs or anything real fancy, but I can prep clear stuff on the lathe and get parts made so that when my hand is healed, I can start assembling again. This is going to slow me down a little bit. 
there's a few people out there that are waiting for pieces. I'd say there's about seven or eight of you, but it's all like simple stuff that I can get done and it'll be out, but I'm probably gonna be at least three or four days behind on my scheduled work. But honestly, everybody that's waiting for glass is so chill. And anyone that's not chill, instant refund. I don't let anyone get stressed out. If someone's like, man, I really want this piece. It's taking longer. I'm like, bro, let me send you a refund right now. That way you don't have to wait any longer. You'll have your money and you can do what you want to do with it. That way you're not waiting on me. So it's not their fault that I burnt my hand. Um, but everyone's so chill. Everyone's just grateful. They like, they're just excited to get their piece. Um, and it makes me feel good. I don't know what I did to deserve or maybe attract so many kind people that want to support me and help me provide for my family. Like the other day, I burnt my hand having a bad day. And this guy that works for Patagonia, I don't know who he is, but he works for Patagonia. He sent me like a 50% off like discount thing. So I could get, you know, get myself like a jacket or something. It's just like a nice little like gesture. Like I'm like, dude, like, the fact that you're going out of your way and like sending this to me and I'm just some guy on the internet and you just, you care that I got hurt. You want me to have a better day? Like how cool is that? That's like when I get upset when people are being shitty on the internet, I have to remember the people that just spread love and care because that's the only one that matters. Even if they, even the people that are hating, it doesn't mean if someone's hating or being shitty on the internet, it doesn't mean they're a bad person. They might just be going through a bad time in their life right then. And that's how they're expressing themselves. And, but I can't base my opinion on humans, on those people. I have to base it on the people that are actually kind and go out of their way to do something that they didn't need to do. That was kind instead of going out of their way to do something hurtful. Easier said than done though. Isn't it folks? Easier said than done. That's why I always say, try something harder. Like hating's easy. Cause it is, it's so much easier when someone is rude to you or says something mean to you. It's so much easier to punch back or tell them to fuck off. That's so it feels so much more natural. Comes out so quick, so easy. You know, what's really, really, really hard is looking at them and being tolerant and being like, you know what? I'm not going to say anything. That person might be having a bad day. I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt. That shit is fucking hard. That shit turns my stomach. It's so hard to be understanding and kind and tolerant when people are being shitty to you. But it's something we all need to practice in order for our species to keep growing. I've talked about this on other episodes, but it's a point I like to push across that we have to be tolerant of each other, but it's also a balance. If you are just tolerant to people all the time and you let people get away with shit, then you breed a world full of people that are just doing shitty things and were never checked. So it is a balance. But in most of the situations I get into day to day, it's very simple stuff. If someone just saying something shitty on the internet and I don't need to check that person. They might have just had a bad morning and they need to just vent. And if I'm the person that they can vent to and say something shitty to me and it helps them, well, whatever. Fuck it. Hopefully their day gets better from saying that shitty thing. And if not, then that's their own fault. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, like the other night when I burnt my hand, uh, three of the morning, my wife, like, I wasn't in bed and she knew I burnt my hand. So she's like, why is he in bed? And I never had to come to bed because she comes out to the living room and I'm like laying face down, like over the chaise lounge like this. And she thought like I was dead, but then she looked and my hand was in a bucket of water because I literally had to sleep. I couldn't, <clears throat> usually I don't put my hand under water or anything because it makes it blister and it makes it like, it just usually makes the healing process take longer in my experience. But I've only ever had smaller burns. With this bigger burn, the pain was so intense and we don't have painkillers in the house. We don't do that. The only thing we do is smoke weed. So sometimes when you smoke weed with a severe burn, you can almost feel it more. It's weird. It almost like heightens your senses of your nerves and you can feel each nerve on fire. 
And um, so after taking a fat dab and immediately regretting it, I was like, okay, I'm in a shit ton of pain. I need to do something because like my stomach's flipping. I don't know if you guys have ever gotten hurt and your stomach's just kind of flipping from just like, I don't know, nausea from getting hurt. And I was like, I got to put my hand in a bucket of water and sleep face down. That way I can at least try to get some rest because I just couldn't even, I don't know, I couldn't get comfortable enough to like try and rest so I could just not let my stomach keep flipping. But I am feeling a lot better today. Unfortunately, did just pop my blisters right before we started filming this episode. I was setting up this mic stand and I whacked my hand and then pus went everywhere. Actually, it's called serum. The yellow shit inside there, they call it serum. And last night... I told that to Cormac, and the first thing he says to me is, let's see that CFL shift, bro. Um, and I was like, Cormac. I mean, I knew he was joking, but, you know, that's that's him. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm actually grateful these fucking things have drained because it was very uncomfortable. They were huge. I don't know if you guys saw my Instagram story, and I would have posted these a few days ago because we're posting this up here on Sunday. But um, I'm sure a handful of you saw it, and like they were just obnoxiously big. Like someone told me it looked like there was a gummy worm growing off my hand, and I thought my thumb looked like it had biceps. I was like, my thumb, my thumb looks fucking tough right now, dude. It's flexing. Uh, today, though, I'm smoking on a mix of wedding cake and um, I think it's gelato 45. Uh, wait, no, no, no. It's gelato 45 and then the super sour lemons. I like to take um, fruity weed and grind it up with like some gas just to give the gas just a little bit of fruits on top of it. So it's still mostly like OG dominant joint, but a little bit of lemons in there, a little bit of sour kind of gives it a nice, like, um, that, that bright terpene note for the morning. And again, the super sour lemons are from my friends, organic garden dog. Those guys absolutely kill it. I've been like trying to make this weed last as long as possible because when you get shit from your friends that do small home grows, they're not like big commercial growers or people that are just doing it for their own medicine. And if they have a little bit of extra, they take care of their friends and family. Um, yeah, like just being able to smoke like quality stuff that you can like almost taste the love that was put in it. I feel like I could only appreciate it that much because I was a grower though. You know what I mean? Like being someone that collected seeds and growing plants and cloning and breeding and just doing everything like when you smoke cannabis like you each hit you take at least in my experience you almost appreciate it more because you've you've been there and done the work and um you've had all the failures you failed curing it before you grew the most fire strain you got that most hype cut from the biggest dude in the city and then you grew it out and then you cured it wrong and it tastes like fucking hay and you hyped up your friends for the last three months going, bro, it's so fire. It smells so good. You even show people, maybe a couple friends, show them some pictures. Everything's juicy, looking amazing. Then you cut it down and you cure it wrong and you ruin it. And it tastes like a bunch of hay. And then you have to almost like hide in your house for another three months until you have a good grow that you can show yourself. Um, that might, there only might be a few growers in here that can relate to that. But those experiences right there are the reason that I love and can appreciate terpenes and flower so much just because I've been there, done that. It is not easy. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to do it right. Like most things. Oh man, I kind of want to take a dab. I've been smoking like more hash lately. That's actually, I've been smoking less flour lately. Same amount of hash. Um, I'm not really sure why. I've been smoking just anytime I want to take a hit of something. I usually would smoke flour all day and then take dabs like at night. But now I've just been smoking more hash and same with my wife. And I really, the only thing I can, like conclusion I can come to is that the terps that we've recently been getting from friends that have like from small gardens are just so special that like we can't stop tasting them. They're too terpy. They're too good. 
Um, but today, let's um, let's first get a dab on the my XL double diffused or my 14 millimeter double diffused. I got to stop saying XL. And then we're going to talk about this tube right here and we'll take some dabs on it and um, check out the function and talk about that. But still, we're just getting warmed up. This is episode 48. We're just getting going. And again, if anyone new here is hanging out, thank you. Thank you for coming and kicking it with us. We've been here a year and um, fuck. I'm just excited to see where we keep going. Or at least seeing the experiences or the memories we keep making because that's what this is. I love doing the podcast thing just for the remembering things I've done or experiences I've had with people. It's a, it's a special thing. Oh, I got to clean this nail a little bit. I gave my wife a dab right before this podcast and I didn't fucking clean the nail. I'm really fumbly today too. Like I'm trying to be like careful with my hands so I don't hit it on anything because it really does hurt. Um, and because I'm being careful, I'm extra fucking clumsy and fumbly. But it is what it is. That's just my personality. <sighs> when I walk into places, I, I just break shit. You would think I would drop and break glass all the time. Like, even my parents, they're like, how are you a glass blower? Like, I was such a clumsy kid growing up. Like, how do you blow glass? Like, I'm not a careful person. My God. I have these huge blisters on my hands. I'm tightening a mic stand, and I, I swing it and just blow, blow them up everywhere. Like, How? You know, like it's just, I'm not, I'm not thinking I'm always moving a little too fast too. That's one of my problems is I'm just, I'm going forward too quick that I'm not taking time to get my balance. And sometimes I fall because of that. So it's kind of a metaphor for life. Maybe, you know, don't move too quick. Make sure you're all balanced before you move forward. So you don't fall. But unfortunately, I learned the hard way, so I like to fall a lot and just keep running even harder and just run into walls and just whatever and just keep on going. So one thing my trainer said, like, because I went to my personal trainer this morning, I'm still working out even with this going on. She's just changing the workouts so that um, we can still do it without my hand hurting too bad. And like she even said to me, she was like, she's like, man, you missed your calling, Evan. You should have been a soldier. She's like, you just fucking you just go. You just do it. You don't complain. You just keep going. Like, cause even she has to tell me to stop when we're working out. Like she'll see me like getting to the point where it looks like I'm about to throw up or something. She's like, just stop, take a break. You're good. We don't need to get to that point, but I'll just keep going until someone tells me to stop. That's the same thing with like glass, everything. It's one of those, it's like a blessing and a curse kind of thing. It's a good thing for success. It's maybe a bad thing for mental stability. We'll find out in the end though, right? I'm only 30. So maybe I'll, uh, catalog most of my life and you'll see someone that worked really hard and then went crazy eventually. Who knows? It's fun though, either way. Yeah, I definitely didn't clean this very good. You can see that smoking off a little bit there. I mean, this banger's already chaz because we fucking love to ruin brand new nails here in Bear Mountain Studios, but let's pretend like we're taking care of it just for the video. <laughs> How you doing today, Aja? Good, good, dude. Good to hear. That's like one thing I love about the podcast, guys, is every Wednesday I get to see Aja. He's forced to come hang out with me. It's nice. I'm like, oh, there's there's, there's the guy I, I, I may come down here and do this film this with me, but I'm stoked to see a face that's smiling and happy. It's good for me. It's a selfish act on my part. Don't mind me, guys. Just staring at this now, heating it up. But yeah, working out today, like definitely regret it a little bit because every little bead of sweat that was like going into the open burn was like like acid 
And you know what? In my head, I was like, wait, salt is good for cuts and stuff. It like cleans it out. But I'm like, what about that human salt full of bacteria and like skin stuff? I don't know if that's good for it. But well, enough about the hand. We won't talk about that shit anymore. I was honestly just trying to heat up my nail and kill a couple seconds while that torch noise was going on because it's the mics pick it up and it can be a little bit intense sometimes. Did a demo last night for Cormac on spinner caps because Cormac's starting to make spinner caps now. Um, and I got this new uh, citrine spinner cap. So we'll try this out, use it. This one right here, I'm not selling or anything, um, but one of the noodles is a little bit longer than the other one. So they're kind of like staggered, like this noodle's taller than this one. And me and Cormac were noticing like that this seemed to be whipping the air even harder. And I wondered if like, if both noodles are the exact same level and they're whipping the air inside the nail, do they get to a point where they're essentially fighting each other a little bit, as opposed to if they're like a little bit staggered one above the other. So there's like, the vortex is still all going the same way, but it's almost creating like an, an air pushing on the top and the bottom of the nail. So in the base of the nail, you have air in the top, you have nail. And so it makes like a more aggressive vortex. I don't know. This is the fun thing about making glass and taking dabs through it is you get to ask these questions that no one's asking. Um, and no one really needs an answer to either. I'll be honest with you. These are not problems that need to be solved, but we're here solving them at Bear Mountain Studios. Do we got battery? We got battery. Man, I don't charge anything. I'm horrible. This light behind me will die at some point. <clears throat> I'm really, really bad at keeping things charged and organized. Oh, man, but this temp looks like we're almost fucking perfect. 445. It's actually a little low, but first stab of the day, I'd rather take one that's just a little bit more calm because we're just getting into it. Turn this a little bit so you can see it. That fucking, that fucking cap whips those pearls. <coughs> Whoa. <coughs> Whoa. <coughs> Holy shit. Okay. First stab of the day, guys. You know how that goes. You're just, um, you're just trying to figure out what just happened to you. Uh, your face is tingling. For me, I feel adrenaline, like going down my hands and out my fingers, like energy. If you've seen memes and stuff, Mike Shelbo posts. <coughs> hash in the mouth magic in the body energy out the hands this is the natural progression of smoking cannabis in its concentrated purest form not sure that rosin it's its purest form in a scientific level rosin might be less pure than bho i have no idea i like to act like i know what i'm talking about it's fun try it out okay let's clean this nail <coughs> oh fuck that's sour diesel wedding cake rosin from organic garden dog is ridiculous but i also cannot wait to get some more peace within hash here in the next couple of days they just got their flow again and i just i love that strain so i'm sure we'll be smoking that next episode if i can beat up with the hobies we'll see i'm crazy i'm like the hardest person to meet up with people just give up after a while but it's not because I'm too cool or anything. It's because I'm fucking, I'm having a difficult time growing up and trying to balance everything and be there for people I love and also make enough money to provide. And then also try to figure out how to keep myself sane. So long-term I'm there for my family and I don't burn out a lot of things growing up is weird and we're all doing it. Aren't we? Even people in their sixties are still growing up 
Actually, I think by then you're going down. I think you start shrinking after about 68. I'm not sure. But either way, that's why I wonder, like, me and my wife, like, I said to her the other day, I'm like, I don't like how uptight we are. We're, like, very uptight people. We're very, like, intense. Um, we just are always going, and, like, we never stop. Like, first thing we wake up in the morning, we're, like, immediately going, and all the way we till we, we just never, we can't even, we can't sit down and watch a movie because we don't have the ability to, like, chill out enough because we're so uptight we're just like oh i've been sitting here for like 30 minutes i probably should start working on something or start another project or this or that like and i'm like why are we so uptight and then in my head i was like what's the opposite of uptight and it's like uh the opposite of uptight would be down loose right yeah but that doesn't sound better does it my wife said she doesn't want to be known as down loose she said she'd rather be uptight and i said that's fine but what think about it this way, down loose, like you're down, you're chill, you're also loose, you're, you're going with the flow, sounds like a chill person. Like anything, it's perspective, you know, and how we hear the words. You could look at someone and say, hey, asshole, and that could be either like, oh, hey, asshole, like to a friend, like you're an asshole, bro, or you can be really hateful with it. The intent behind words is really uh, important. That's one thing I worry about with all the text on the internet nowadays is intent is blurry. We don't know. Like, I'll get a text from someone. I'll read it in the morning when I'm having a bad morning or something. And then I'll, I won't respond to the person. And then I'll read it again later in the day when after I've had a few dabs and some food in my belly and I'm feeling good. I'm like, oh, they were being nice. It's so weird. Not only from the person sending it, but the receiver as well. It's hard to see the intent. And even sometimes when the intent is presented, people's perspective is so warped, they perceive it in a negative way. See how we got there? Something meaningful. And I was talking about Down Loose. What a weird podcast. Okay, let's take another dab and talk about this flower tube that we're going to smoke hash on because I don't have the dry ash catcher done because I hurt my hand, but it's halfway done. Um, and I still have to facet the mouthpiece. That's why the mouthpiece is kind of unfinished. Uh, there's still some work to be done. Uh, I was slow, definitely slowed down about this hand thing, but what are you going to do? Let's talk about this piece, though. I made this for my friend, AJ. And uh, AJ is actually the guy who made the music for the What's Up Everybody podcast. You guys hear the intro and outro music. That's um, my buddy AJ, and he's tagged down below. And we've been friends for a long time. Actually, him and my wife were friends before, you know, we became friends. My wife and AJ actually went to school together. Um, we all, like, went to school in upstate New York, but we went to do, I went to a different school than my wife did. And uh, so, she, Luna, sweetheart, you're blowing it. Bang, no one, needs to, no one needs to hear from you. Okay, okay guys, chill, chill. All right, well, yeah, my wife went to school with him and knew him before me, but when we were in our like, uh, about, I think 20, maybe 21 years old, uh, we, have a, we had a local gas station in my town in Lafayette, New York. It was a nice and easy gas station. And uh, I went up there to get like a pizza one night and this kid's making a pizza and I'm like, man, this kid looks like someone I could hang out with. And where we were living in upstate New York, there's nobody, okay? There's absolutely nobody. So when you see someone that actually looks like someone you can hang out with, you're like, wow, like a, that's like a unicorn. That's someone I might be able to hang out with. Um, so I just started like having a conversation with talking and like my wife went up with me one time and I'd been talking to this kid a bunch. And she went up with me one time to get pizza and she's like, oh, AJ. And I'm like, you know this guy? Like, man, I've been talking to this kid for like, and then I was like, fuck, you know my, you know my, we were actually, it was just my girlfriend at the time, but I was like, you know my girlfriend? I was like, you gotta come hang out with us, bro. I was like, Nick, when you get off your shift or next time you're free, like, come sesh with us, come smoke weed. Because at my house, when people would come over, I had a room. 
they would open the door and there was just shelves on the wall and there was just pipes, just tons of different water pipes, all different perks. So you could try every function. Then I had Mason jars on another shelf full of weed, all different strains. I'd have 20 to 30 strains at a time. It was like just a flavor room of terps and all the different function. And when people would come hang out with me, I would like give them the most insane weed experience. They didn't know what they were getting themselves into. They'd like come to my house and they'd be like, yeah, I got some weed. And I was like, I got some weed too, bro. I was like, how would you put your weed away? We'll smoke my weed tonight. And I'd open the door to this room, just all the pipes, sparkly clean, every perk you could think of, every different shape. Like, oh, you want to feel what a beaker feels like with an inline or a straight tube with an inline? Or do you want a beaker with like a shower head? Or do you want like this type of bubbler? Or here's a new prototype perk this person's making. I had like all these, this glass and I would just give them this like, you know, crazy, you know, sesh experience. And I did this with AJ and then me and him just like hit it off and became buddies. He was all about all that shit. Um, and he would just come over and we would just smoke absurd amounts of cannabis through tons of different pipes. And then we'd go to sh different head shops and buy new glass and stuff. And it's really crazy. 10 years later, now he's buying my glass. He has a really crazy, uh, Bear Mount Studios collection. Uh, it's just, it's really surreal for me because I still don't see myself as like a glass blower or like, I, I just, to me, I'm just still that guy that I'm just, I'm just trying, you know, I don't, I don't let anything define me. I don't like, I'm not like, Oh, that's what I am. I'm just like, I think that's why I always will feel that imposter syndrome where I feel like no matter how good I get at something or how successful I am, I still will feel like I don't belong there. And uh, I've heard other people talk about this on podcasts and stuff, like people in the comedy community and stuff that feel like, hey, even though I'm funny and I have all these specials, I still feel like an imposter. I still feel like, I don't know. It's hard to explain unless you experience it. But I'm grateful to have friends that are supporting me um, till this day and they're like collecting my work and it's really surreal to see like friends and stuff get genuinely like excited, you know, like to like, get this piece from you and like support and again a lot of the the things i talk about as far as like my emotions and my feelings towards like what it's like to have people supporting you and care for you and want to see you do well and like want to buy your work and love what you're doing god i wish they could put that in a pill or some drug form where they could give to people because i feel like if a, there's a lot of people out there hurting if they could feel like their tribe is accepting them and they feel appreciative appreciated by the people around them or even maybe people they don't know. Um, I think it would really, really help a lot of people. Um, unfortunately it is a double edged sword, like anything good with that much exposure, that much connection. You're also having a, uh, it's yin and yang. You also have a negative that comes. You have people that are hateful and nasty and you know, normal people that aren't on the internet that much, they never really have that. They only have the people around them directly that are being nice. So if you're like that much on the internet, you're also getting all the negative as well. So um, it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing that I'm curious if humans are actually uh, mentally designed or evolved for yet. <clears throat> I feel like we're living in history. We're living in evolution. I feel like we have all this technology, but our actual physical meat suits aren't fully evolved to actually use all this shit yet. Like we have all this connection with cell phones and people. We've never been able to talk to someone on the other side of the world real time and see their face and emotions. We're not evolved for that shit yet. So it's just, I just feel like we're at a point where right now is like humans are going to start evolving more around all this crazy technology that we have developed because we'll have to, because we need new things to protect us. 
My whole point is, is when you're this exposed on the internet and connected with so many people, you're, you're also exposing your, your brain and your mental side to a lot of stuff that maybe it wasn't designed to handle. Maybe you don't have a filter for it. That's why I see people that get like trolled and it really affects them mentally. Um, I do pretty good with it. Uh, for the most part, I have my days, but we're human. Everybody's, we're all human. We all have those days where like, even if you're super centered and you've had some food in your belly and you're feeling like everything's fine, but you still feel anxiety, you know, everything can be perfect and you can still feel anxiety. That's why it's like, even if you see someone doing really good, you know, like you never know, you never know what people are going through. It's weird out there. Um, I don't know how we got there. We were trying to talk about the tube trying to talk about function you know i feel bad for anyone that's just really like dude i just like function i was really hoping you would talk more about that but you just keep getting weird what are you gonna do bro it's what it is okay let's talk about it so uh well maybe i should take another dab and get more stone before i try to talk about this i don't even know honestly but yeah i want to be less uptight but back to this tube Bane, it's fine, bro. We're all good. We're all good. Oh my god, my cat has diabetes. You know, that's why. That's why I tell people I'm upset now. Okay, so the colors I picked for this, AJ was like, just make me a flower tube with a colored perk. He didn't ask for a recycler. He didn't ask for full crushed opal or any of this stuff. But it's just like one of those things I wanted to like hook up the homie, and um, I just wanted to surprise him with something a little different. Uh, so. The colors are pink slime and experimental green faded together. So it gives this really beautiful like greens and blues and blacks and then pink and purples. It's just a really incredible color the way it fades up through the piece. And uh, I did one of the, my recycling prototype tubes. Uh, the perk is um, a triple diffused, like kind of how like my double diffused or the, the three by twos, which the three by two RBRs are the triple diffused RBRs. It's just the amount of discs. You have the initial shower head in the bottom, then you have two discs above it to help kind of stack it. Yeah, the dogs are like, Aisha, show me love. Pay attention to me. <laughs> um, and the idea behind this piece is I wanted to create this perk and set it in the tubing as tight as I could get this to create a perk that put off so much energy, it was absurd, and then would hit this splash guard and jettison out and then overflow into a drain. Whereas like most recyclers you see out there in the world, they have the can in the bottom, then they have uptakes that pump the water up to a drain and then it drains down. This is kind of backwards. The water flows down to the drain and then spirals and goes down. Whoa, quality test. There we go. So, <laughs> so it's kind of like backwards. It's, it's, it's an interesting concept. And I've seen like a lot of um, like symbiotic and I think, um, sovereignty and there's a, maybe a couple other people that do beautiful recycling tubes with a drain that comes straight down which honestly is all you need this little vortex does not increase flavor or anything it's a water feature it's like oh you want a fountain in the front yard or backyard where you want your, where, you, where you want your tornado put the tornado in the front the back up top where do you want it that's all it is a water feature there's I mean, it's not doing anything but showing you a cool little vortex. It's fun. It's fun. And that's all we're trying to do here is have some fun. So a lot of people make beautiful recycling tubes. Like I said, Symbiotic um, and uh, Sovereignty are the big ones I think of. Uh, but I just wanted to do my little twist on it. 
um, and just throw a little tornado. Because you know me, I got to put a tornado somewhere. We, there needs to be some sort of vortex happening. Um, so we took that same kind of concept and just did that for AJ, something fun. Really stoked how this came out. I put a bear paw opal in the bottom of the perk. So when you look at the bottom of the tube, we might be able to see it. It might be hard though, folks, because we're in a pod. We're, we're doing the podcast. Lighting's weird. But there's like a bear paw. Maybe you'll see it on the bottom of that thing. Yeah. Sweet. Kind of. Kind of maybe. It was there. Whatever. We try. The way the light hits an opal, it's either you don't see it or you do. But it was first time doing that, and it was something I've wanted to do since I thought about doing the tubes, is like have the bear paw set in the bottom of the perks. When you look at the bottom, you see the bear paw. That was like kind of a cool feature. And if it was all clear, if this piece was all clear, you'd be able to look through the mouthpiece all the way to the bottom and see the bear paw down there. This one's got a lot of color in it stuff, so it's not going to happen. But still kind of a cool feature just to like, oh, look at on the bottom, there's a bear paw. Um, 14 millimeter handmade joint. It's always fun doing the handmade joints. I don't do them as much anymore because I do a lot of the um, the RBRs and a lot of those I'm, I'm like doing doers. So it's a little bit different type of a joint. But it was fun. I did a big flare on this one, made it really dramatic and sharp edges so that it like popped and complemented all the other sharp Maria's throughout the piece. And again, I got to facet the mouthpiece. It's not finished yet. Um, but yeah, let's uh, take a dab on this thing and, uh, you know, see it function. Probably take a couple on it so that we can um, really talk about it. So I'll probably take one and then go on a rant again and talk about my feelings before we hear anything about function. And then we'll eventually round off to some so we could cut down these podcasts to about four minutes if they were just about function i'd be like i just cut all the function clips out and we'll delete everything else it'd be a four minute podcast that's fine though i mean that's just what it would be mm-hmm. i'm putting these out and i have no plan or idea what it is i'm just like this is i'm just going to express myself try to connect with people the people that like it will you know come back and you know support and the people that won't you know that's just not for them Honestly, I have a lot of positive feedback. People that don't like it don't even tell me because they feel so bad. They're like, I'm not going to tell them how bad it is. Like, I'm just, I won't even, they won't even, won't even be mean yet. They haven't been mean yet, but I'm sure that will happen here in the future. If it ever gets big, like Instagram. But like you see, I don't heavily promote this on Instagram. I do promote it. I have to because we put a lot of, put a lot of time into this. All of us do. Aja, myself, my wife, we all work hard at this. And we put monies into it. So I have to promote it a little bit, but I don't like go over the top because I don't want to feel, I don't want to make people feel like I'm forcing them to go check it out. I want people to just stumble upon this. And if they're into it, they're into it. That way we can build a strong organic foundation for the people that want to support the WE podcast. And then from there we can, you know, maybe do bigger things and bring more people in and whatever. But in the beginning we have to just keep it, keep it small, keep it simple and uh you know just try to find a way to express myself where i don't sound too much like an idiot it's tough though my god it's a battle every week i have an anxiety attack after every episode i'm like fuck what did i say what the fuck did i say because i don't even know my wife was like what'd you talk about and i'm like i have no idea i have no idea all right now we'll warm up this nail take some dabs on this Tell some tell some stories or something. Actually, this a lot of the things that have been happening lately with like really good customers getting frustrated because I just don't have anything available reminded me of a story from my youth when I used to be a cart pusher at a grocery store. 
And believe me, this story is not going anywhere where you think it's going. So I used to work at a grocery store in upstate New York. It was called Green Hills Farms. It was uh, in Nedro, is the area. It was outside Syracuse. Uh, really kind of, it used to be like a nice area, but it kind of got a little bit run down. You know, as people get older, houses get older, people can't take care of their homes. And then the area kind of gets run down. It's just natural progression of shit. And I worked at this grocery store and uh, every, every week, it was probably two or three times a week. It wasn't every day, but every week this lady would come in and her name was Big Red. Well, that's what we called her. And she was over six foot tall. She was huge. And I was shorter at the time. So maybe she was only 5'11". I was just, wow, she's a, she was a giant to me. Because I was just like this little skateboarder, cart pusher kid. But Big Red would come in all the time. And she would go inside and buy this cheap bottle of wine for like 2 or $3. Some red wine, small. And then she would go out to the parking lot. And there was a red granite stone. And she would pour the wine over the stone and hang out with it for a couple hours. Like it was like her husband or something. I'm not quite sure. Um, but she loved this stone and she loved giving it this cheap wine. And then one day she was a great supporter of the store there too. She's there every week, buys the wine. We keep stocking it for big red. (sighs) Well, one week big red came in and, uh, we had a new, one of the guys got a promotion from, I think the deli and he became the new ordering guy. Like he'd order the stuff for certain part of the store or whatever. He forgot to order this specific cheap wine for big red and she went to the deli counter and she said, where's, you know, where's this wine? I'm not sure what it was called. I just know it was really cheap. And uh, they're like, oh, we're out. And she was very, very upset. And she turned around and she sat down the deli counter for a minute and thought before she made a scene, stood up and walked away. And as we, she walked away, we all realized that, oh my God, she just shit on the deli counter and there's a little trail of shit going behind her as she walked out the store. Very good customer, but she was upset we didn't have the wine in stock. And that's how I feel like people are feeling about RBRs. They want to support, and I don't have the RBRs available, so they're shitting all over the place. And uh, it's a lot of shit for me to clean up, but I'm going to keep cleaning it up and trying to make them happy. I'm going to try and get that wine in stock. So Big Red stops shitting all over the place. She was a nice lady, though. Smelled like death. I think she was homeless, but she was kind she was crazy though but we all are though you know what i mean i think in the 80s i think it was reagan he like put a new like law in where they made it so people in mental institutions they were like you're not that crazy anymore we're gonna let you out into the world and they let a bunch of people out that probably should have stayed in a place where they could have had assistance instead of just being out in the world and became homeless and going crazy and i'm pretty sure big red was part of that early group of people that were all let out that probably shouldn't have been she became homeless, crazy, started feeding this rock cheap wine and shitting all over the place. Um, luckily, I was not there the day that she shit everywhere, so I did not have to clean it up because the cart boys were the shit picker uppers. We were the ones, anything bad that happened, clogged toilet, nope, don't call, don't call a plumber, They'd go get the cart pusher. Yep, lucky day, wasn't there. But the store smelled for like two weeks after. It did, it just did. Because the way the store was set up, there was like this really smooth, like, I think it was like vinyl flooring. So that was easy to clean up. But then there was this green carpet by the cash register area that said Green Hills on it. And there was a little poop got on that. 
And that shit, Stanley Steamers, I'm sorry. They're not a sponsor of this podcast. They couldn't get it up. Maybe if they could have got it up, we could take them on as a sponsor. Stanley Steamers, fresh on dirt, gentle on carpet, tough on dirt, gentle on carpet. Yeah, I don't know. I watched a lot of TV as a kid, so I do a lot of uh, commercial jingles. All right, have we taken a dab on this yet? Isn't that great? See, how far are we in? 35 minutes or something? Perfect. 45? Oh, my God. Well, there you go, folks. We got 20 more minutes of the podcast. I'm going to get a couple dabs in on this, maybe tell you about the function, maybe talk about building it and some of the ups and downs that happened, or I'll just tell you about homeless people shitting in a grocery store. You never really know. You never really know. All right, Bane. We're definitely doing dabs this time. No more of the storytelling. I got distracted. I didn't think that story would take that long to tell. I thought it'd be just enough time for the nail to cool down. That's one of the things with Instagram sometimes. I'll have like a really good post and the timing won't be right on the dab. And I'll be like, fuck, I, this is like a really good point. And I'll just never post it because the dab wasn't right. I'm like, it shouldn't be just about the dab, but there's so many people that watch these videos that don't give a fuck about what I'm saying. They're just waiting to see the function or seeing someone take a dab. Cause I know when I don't have hash, I literally will watch people take dabs and be like, Oh, that looks so awesome. I wish I could be doing a dab right now. <laughs> so stupid. Or like look hash videos, melt videos. I'm like, Oh, look at that melt. I bet that tastes so good. <laughs> Someone's going to clip that part of the podcast and put it on their story, I know. Just me talking about that part. Talking about, you know, watching melt videos or people smoking pipes and being like, God, I wish I could do that right now. wish my hand um, was functioning a little bit more like normal. Because I feel like I'm going to break something. By something, I mean glass. Because I'm kind of fumbly. I'm going to fucking just leave the Terpomedia in there. People will be like... Turbo, you're going to melt your turbo meter putting it in there. And I'm like, I've been putting this shit in there for like a long time and there's no damage to it at all. It's silicone. I'm pretty sure it's fine. Also too, people always, and when I post dad videos, I'm sure a lot of you guys that watch podcasts already get this, but you know, just cause it's common sense for one person doesn't mean it is for everybody. When I put the dab in there and I don't immediately start pulling on it, I like cap it first and then I start pulling on it. Like that's the comfortable way for me to smoke and take a hit and get a good big dab. Oh my God. I'm going to get hair in my dabber. Oh, my nails cooling down too much. Didn't I already take a dab? How did I do this the first time? That's too big. Whatever. I got to reheat this a little bit. I'm not going in at 450. I'm sorry guys. I need a hotter dab than that or else you guys are going to be like, he didn't even take a dab. Um, but yeah, I like to put the hash in there, cap it, and then start pulling on it. I don't like to start pulling on it ahead of time because what happens is I use 50% of my lung capacity just waiting for the dab to start melting, getting it capped, and all that dumb shit. Then I have to exhale like a half-taken dab, which initially primes my lungs for a shitty dab right after that. So instead, I heat it up, I put the dab in there, I cap it, I get ready, put the, and then I take my fucking hit. That way, it's just smoother for me. Not everyone needs to do that. Some people out there are fucking superheroes. They can like, they'll be pulling on it before they even put the hash in there. They're just, they're like a vacuum. I'm not that guy. But people that can do that, kudos. That's dope. It's dope being able to breathe that much. It's a lot of air. I don't have that type of capacity. I'm barrel chested with small lungs, I feel like. Who knows? Okay, wait. 
We got to check the temp on this. I'm all backwards, folks. We're going to almost get a dab on this tube. This episode was supposed to be me just talking about this tube. But um, we talked about... I don't even know. I just... I know I talked about Big Red because I can never forget her. <laughs> 670. We got a second. I like to take these when they're a little bit bigger like this. I like to take a bit like 510, 505. I don't know. It just seems to be right for me. It's not too hot, but it's not too cold where I feel like I got gypped and didn't get my whole dab. And this is a bigger piece too, so we can take it a little warmer. But yeah, these turbo meters are fine. At least mine is. I don't get the nail red hot at the top though, but I think it's silicone. At least it seems like it is. All right, so I think actually the better angle for the lighting might be this. We'll see. Oh. Such a smooth piece. That hash is very potent. Whoa. Okay. <coughs> and that new cap works wonderful. So fun. Being a glass board, being able to just, just make yourself something to use. I don't know. It's probably one of my favorite things about being like a craftsman is just being able to like make stuff and actually use it in my every day to day life. It's, um, I think it's a super like natural and human thing to do. And I think it's a, something a lot of people don't get to do nowadays. I feel like it's almost weird to be someone that makes things by hand or makes things and uses them in your everyday life. Most of you will just go buy something or whatever. So it's a special it's a special thing to be able to make it and then use it. I don't know. Like me, over-romanticizing everything, but I'd rather... Wow, the terps are just fucking making my face melt. I'm sweating from the inside of my body. Um, I'd rather over-romanticize shit and be like that with the world. I've tried the bitter thing. I've tried being negative. I've tried being cynical. That didn't get me anywhere. That shit just... All it did was make everything harder on me. So instead of me being cynical and negative, now I'd rather just think things are magical, over-romanticize it. I'll choose positivity over negativity, even if it's harder. Because I know at the end of the day, is it's as simple as this. If my car breaks down on the side of the road, I can sit there and cry and pout for 45 minutes, make some posts, do a bunch of bullshit like that, and then be like, okay, I gotta push my car now. Or I can just say, fuck it, that's life get out of the car and start pushing that fucking thing and just get it over with. Just, just do it. It's, it's as simple as that. You have to realize you got to do things on your own. Even if you do have some help, sometimes you just got to do shit on your own like that. Wow. Weird podcast. Where are we going? Okay. Let's talk about this function a little bit. I'm going to take one more dab, but I'm going to do some dry pulls on this. Okay guys. So we can just kind of talk about where the water's moving and shit. Isn't this a weird, po isn't it weird how I do a podcast? It's, it's wild. It's like, we're just back and forth, but that's where I'm comfortable. That's me. And I'm like, just being myself. Let's see how, see how it goes. All right. 
So I'll pull the mic up here while we talk about this. There's some like cuts only on this side of this like splash guard. So it just sprays the water out to one side. That way, if you're taking dab videos or like flower snap videos, you have two different angles. You can either take a shot from this side, seeing the water spray out, or you can take the shot from this side where it just all looks clean. You see the overflow and chaos going down the drain mostly, but we'll just pull on this piece for a minute and show the function. such a fun piece and I love how the perk gets magnified when it's underwater because like when it's in water in a clear glass vessel with the clean walls it just like magnifies that perk and like my angle is the smoker I'm looking down and I'm seeing like the mood map being all magnified it's kind of cool you like move it around can see shit maybe we should hide some messages in there that only get magnified under fucking bong or something I don't know we'll figure it out either way and then also too, you get to watch this overflow and then the top of the vortex. Like you're looking down. Oh fuck, this mic's not even near me, but we have the second mic, so we'll, we'll be all right. Um, also too, you're looking down at this vortex from the top. You're able to watch the water spinning through the top of it. It's just, it's a different perspective on smoking. So at least the magnification's not different. All nice beakers and shit do that. But it's kind of cool to watch the vortex from the top. Like you, you get to watch like the bubbles go down this like water slide and then go into a crazy, like aggressive, like funnel from the top anyways. And the more dabs and more flour you smoke out of it, the more aggressive this vortex gets. It's all a matter of like adding more viscosity to the water, which makes the perk aerate the water more. We've talked about it a million times, but we got to touch on it again because there's new listeners. So I had someone else uh, talk to me that does stuff like this and they're like, you got to be redundant. Don't feel like every person's watching every episode. He's like, even your hardcore listeners, maybe you only watch a percentage of them. So you have to be a little bit repetitive sometimes. So I'm like, okay, I'm doing it. I also need to catch my breath. <sighs> Holy shit. I worked, I worked out this morning, smoking hash, haven't eaten anything. Got my liquid IV though. The official unofficial sponsor of the What's a Bear Bite podcast. We'll get them. We'll figure it out. I drink so much fucking liquid IV. That shit. I don't know. I feel like just being hydrated and having like vitamins and shit in my system makes my immune system a little bit more tough. And I've been fighting off all the normal little things I feel like that would like hit me. Like I haven't usually this time of year will I would have gotten like the like some cold or something. I have not gotten sick at all. I mean I've been like washing my hands and doing everything like social distancing shit too. But I feel like I have a little kid, dude. I have a little kid. Little kids are fucking, they don't, they're dirty. You know, they're little kids. So, and I don't know if she interacts with another little kid at, or something. I don't know. Either way, none of us have been like sick and we've usually have been sick at least once. So, and I, we've, we've all just been drinking liquid IV and, um, eating normal the only thing we've changed is honestly just staying more hydrated and having vitamins and uh taking our daily vitamin which i think's really been helping i'm not a fucking doctor though i have no idea i just try shit and if it feels like it's working even if it's placebo effect fuck it it's working i don't know how anything works at the end of the day no one knows how anything works they don't understand consciousness they don't know where the fuck we are they don't know where we're going they don't know what's going on so nothing's definite 
So I just say, hey, if it's working for you and nobody's getting hurt and you feel pretty good, don't fucking fix it. <laughs> like, I know guys that are, lived into their late 90s that smoked and drank whiskey every day. And I know other people, like my grandfather, very healthy person. He gardened his whole life, cooked home meals, was just a healthy person, passed away at 70 years old. Just like, got cancer, died in six months. Like, it's nuts. So at the end of the day, if it's working for you, your body will tell you. If you're not, if you're doing something and your body also going, hey, bro, this hurts. Hey, you can't do this very good anymore. And then you got to change shit up. That's why I'm working out so much because I'm like, my kid keeps dumping out her bag of Legos and I have to keep getting down on the ground playing with them, which is my dream because I loved Legos growing up. But, you know, six months ago, I was having a hard time getting up and down. I felt so stiff. I just felt fat. Like, I felt fucked. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with my body? And I'm like, I need to do something. So now I'm trying to change that up so that as my kiddo keeps growing and getting wild, I'm like, I can fucking keep up with the monster. It's just what it is. All right, let's take another dab on this thing before we end this. And we'll talk about a little bit more. And, you know, that's episode fucking 48, guys. We're This is awesome. The other day I was like, we hit one year and I talked to my wife. I was like, what are we doing here? I was like, do I like, do I keep going? Does this or that? And then we put out another episode and. The views were so good, like right off the bat. And like, we had so many people hitting us up and so many new people watching that like hit us up in new glass blowers. And I was like, you know what? Like, I just gotta keep doing my thing. These are like, I felt the same way with glass blowing before. I've, I've felt overwhelmed. I felt like it was hard. And, you know, I felt like, you know, it was like, am I making the right moves? Like, and I, and I'm just gonna keep doing my fucking thing. Because that's what I do with glass. I just never quit. And I just stayed focused. And I believed. And I loved it. And look where we are now. We're fucking still in my garage. But it looks a little nicer. And these bongs are looking a lot nicer. And we get to make a podcast every week. And talk to you guys in a way cooler way than Instagram. Instagram fucking sucks. I feel bad for like anyone that's having a hard time building their Instagram following. It's hard as fuck. I lose followers all the time. I have people even DM me. Sounds like someone's here. I bet you. I bet you it's uh I bet you it's Keymaster. He never t- he probably thought he like forgot it was podcast day. He's outside probably. Let's take another dab. It's like it's like fifty eight though, he'll be alright. It's warm as fuck outside. It's so nice. Really happy how this tube came out. The first uh, couple prototypes I made, like I was able to tighten up all the things that I wanted to. And now I'm like, damn, I could probably make some clear ones and actually offer some of these. I just got to find a way to stop chazzing bangers. I keep, you know, it's what it is. What can you do? Bane, chill, bro. But yeah, I got to find a way to get more time so I can make other glass. Cause I have so many different like colors I want to put up for the RV. I was like, Oh, look at this nail. That's getting real gross. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's fine. They'll find I'll, they'll burn it off. It's getting, it's getting a little darker, but that will just, Ooh, now see that that's flavor. See that smoke going down into the stem. That's all the flavor you want. That's when that's, this is the temperature where oil tastes like oil. Someone could come up to you and be like, I got the best terps. And if you hit it at this temp, that's when it's like, oh, it's oil. It just tastes like oil. It doesn't matter what the fuck you give them. It's going to taste like oil because it all tastes the same when it's bright red.
got pretty hot for those boro pearls living life on the edge but look at that now we're now it's full it's changing you know and nice and chazzed nice and chazzed that's good and that's what you want a chaz banger is a, a tasty banger that's what i always say the more porous holes that don't retain heat the better um yeah that's fine that's fine i'll get another one in a year i'm sure we got enough battery for another dab. 7,000 degrees. <laughs> so we got a little bit. <coughs> That's fine, though, because <coughs> my body was just like, bro, just looking at that pipe again, you're like, you're not ready. I'm going to prove my body wrong right now. Just like today, my hand's like, don't work. And I'm like, I'm going to prove you wrong today, hand. You're not going to get atrophied. You're going to fucking keep on moving. When you have a finger that's severely burnt, I feel like if you don't move it and keep it going, like and the blood's not flowing, you could get some weird atrophy on the big section of skin that wants to turn to leather. So I'm just going to keep it moving. I wore the same outfit last episode. I, I'm very simple. I found a rhythm. My clothes are clean at a certain day, and now I wear them at certain times. And you might see me in this outfit every episode. I didn't film these the same day. Filming two podcasts in one day. I'm always way too high for the second one. Oh, my God. Keep cutting this fucking pinky open. This pinky is the reason my fucking thumb's burnt. And I feel like it's because my pinky's mad at my thumb. Because my pinky's been getting so beat up lately. And it was like, fuck you, thumb, check this out. Because my thumb's been doing good. You know? Oh, no, too cold. Let's get a little more heat. 4.30 is a little too low. My finger's bleeding right now. It's okay, though. It just, once it coagulates, it stops. That's what I always say. <laughs> okay, perfect. We could start a doctor podcast for your health. I can tell you how to do a bunch of things that will definitely leave your skin scarred and uncomfortable for years to come. <sighs> Probably should have went to a doctor, honestly. There we go. We're in the 500s again. Let's give it one quick second. I'll scoop my dab. This is going to work out perfectly. Just as I planned. This is all planned. This was scripted perfectly. We're really getting good at this, Aja. I am shaky because my body's like, bro, you should have ate something before you smoked a ton of hash after you worked out. My trainer's always like, make sure you eat in 20 minutes or you're going to feel like shit. And I'm always like, yeah, totally. Right now. And then I don't for hours. And then like I get to a point where I'm just like shaky. But then when you eat, you enjoy it so much more. And it's not by choice. I'm just not balanced. I'm too busy. I'm a crazy person. Oh, we're set. Golden. Luna, be nice. My goodness. Shit, I can throw a little reheat on there. <coughs> Whoa. <clears throat> wow. 
Well, folks, it's been quite an episode. (coughs) 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 If you're new here and you made it this far, thank you. Thank you so much. Hope you come back. If you guys have been coming here, thank you so much. Appreciate y'all. This is the, uh, oh, hold on, before we end it, I am too baked. It happened. Oh, God. Where's my liquid IV? Don't forget to check out bmsglass.com, where you guys can sign up for the newsletter to make sure you stay up to date on all drops, everything BMS. We have a lot going on. We're working on a bunch of things, like catching our breath and figuring out where we are right now. Besides that, we're also working on ways to get more available pieces out there and keep you guys connected. So we appreciate all of you. Thank you so much. Holy fuck. That last dab was something. We can't use that because it's trademarked by Hot Ones or something, probably. Can't even say that anymore. Hot Last dab, probably. I don't know. Either way, this is the What's Better Boy podcast. It looks like I, I just like, you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> Hope you guys had an awesome, have an awesome day. Holy fuck. This episode's fucked at the end, but it's okay. You guys are the best. Later, everybody. Whoa. That dab, hit that reheat. Mm-mm. Mm. It wasn't it. It was too much. It's okay. We did it. Whoa. That was the old joint from like three weeks ago. I'm about to throw up. Nope. <laughs>